Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 8, Army of One. Part 7. Okay, everyone, we're coming up on the checkpoint. Damn, look at that. Tanks and spotlights and Millicon guys everywhere. There are drones, too. Dozens of them. We need to turn back. We're not going to get through that. Shut up, Halliwell. He's right, pal. You're good at what you do, but not this good. Let me at least talk to them first. If that gets us nowhere, we have other options. You're the expert on this stuff. Stay here. I'll be right back.
vehicle, sir. Who's in charge here? Get back in your vehicle! What's going on here, soldier? Get this idiot out of my checkpoint! Uh, sorry, Major Caddick. He won't listen. Major, is it? You the one calling the shots around here? What's it to you, friend? I just wanted to know who to thank for this colossal screw-up. You better watch your mouth, mister. So people keep telling me. Problem is, I talk a lot better than I listen. You think you can just shoot your mouth off at me, mister? The name's Rust. Wait a second. I know you. Weren't you the one who used to run supplies to Overton's bar, next to the Crosstown Barracks? It's going back a long way. But yeah, I had an arrangement with the owner there for a while. You turned up at the retirement party for General Kurtz, am I right? Rings a bell. The boys wanted to give him a bottle of Moon Tears as a going-away gift, but there were none available at short notice. The owner put in a phone call, and not long after, you walked in with a bottle under your arm and handed it to old man Kurtz yourself. To a standing ovation, I might add. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that must have been, what, 35 years ago? I was just a lieutenant back then. Sounds about right. What happened after that? I haven't seen you over that way for years. There was a disagreement about payment for a few of my deliveries, and, well, it's a long story. <laughs> Those were the days. So, Major, can you help me out here? For old times' sake? Afraid not, Rust. You need to get out of here pronto. I suggest you get in your vehicle and turn around. This area's off-limits to civilians. My family is trapped in Dockerton. I, I have to get through. A lot of families are trapped. Regardless, no one gets in or out of the Dockerton Precinct. Those are the orders I've been given. What's happening? Can you tell me that much at least? The situation is still being assessed. Yeah, you're sitting on your asses, in other words. Millicon is gathering intelligence from as many sources as we can. When we have something to officially announce, you'll hear about it. Why haven't you started evacuating Dockerton yet? I can see hundreds of people waiting behind those barriers down there. We haven't determined the nature of this threat yet, that's why. Until we can do that, the measures we've implemented will remain in place. So you're going to leave those people stranded? That's correct. For how long? We're waiting for our biological survey team to make an assessment. Biological survey team? Those people could be infected for all we know. Infected with what? Well now, that's the question, isn't it? Listen, I have someone with me. A doctor, he... Shit! Get back! All of you! Sergeant, give me three more men along this fence line. Hey, Kanik. You trained monkeys up there just opened fire on civilians. They crossed into the exclusion zone. That's what happens. Whose side are you on, anyway? This discussion is over, Rust. Get your vehicle out of the area or we'll be forced to open fire. Do you understand me? Yeah. Loud and clear. Sergeant, get that shit out of here. And give me a sit rep. That went well. Guess I shouldn't have bothered. At least we know where we stand. Yeah. Type for plan B. What is that exactly? I've got a secret route not far from here. It's a tight squeeze, one I usually try to avoid, but we're out of options right now. Won't Millicon have closed it off already? A few cops know about it, but they're not around. I'm hoping Millicon don't realize it exists. And if they do? 
Then, we're probably screwed. Summers, look at this. The streets are practically empty. Everyone's running scared, hiding. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, but how long can they do that before the insurgents find them? We don't know what the insurgents are capable of doing. Hell, we don't even know what their motives are yet. Well, what we do know is that they're killing cops and civilians alike. And there's a lot of them. I just wish I had a better grasp on the situation. I feel like we're stumbling around in the dark here. Let's take a look at the facts. The insurgents are highly organized, well-drilled in combat. That's clear by the way they move. Their weaponry is basic. Clubs, steel bars. Doesn't seem like a crack military operation. Besides that, I don't think these are soldiers. There were old men and women in their ranks. And kids. Kids? Are you serious? You didn't see them? I was too far away to make out any specifics. And there was that whole thing about the eyes. What thing? Robert said... Well, it sounds stupid, but she said their eyes were glowing silver. Is that what you saw? I don't know. It all happened so fast. Go on, laugh if you want. Silver eyes. What's the matter? No, it's just... You remember that morning I came to see you at the station house? I was on the Fergus case. With the specialist guy? Yeah, I remember. We ended up traveling through the old subway, and while we were down there, I... I saw something. The old subway? Yeah, there's nothing down there. That's what I thought, but something was in that tunnel, I swear it. Something that made the hairs stand up on the back of my neck. Are you telling me you saw the insurgents down there? I don't know what it was exactly. It disappeared when I got close, but... Well, that was a while ago, right? I doubt there's a connection. Yeah, you're probably right. None of it makes any goddamn sense. We need more information. Do you think we could capture one of them for interrogation? If we can separate it from the pack, maybe. But it could be dangerous. For now, we should just concentrate on getting as many civilians out of Dockerton as we can. Somehow I don't think the two of us are going to be able to take those insurgents head on. If only you crammed a few more guns in that storage unit, huh? Wow, look at that. He's got a sense of humor after all. Yeah, I think the stress is getting to me. Okay, there's the station house. Head around to the side. There should be a transport in the first bay. Yeah, I see it. As expected. No good. Restricted mode. So run the bypass. Uh, yeah. Uh... Oh, I forgot. This isn't in the handbook. Hey, lay off the handbook shit. I learned how to be a cop the hard way. On the streets, just like you. Who am I to criticize? I was never good at being a cop anyway. Bullshit. Well, look at that. We're in business. So those weapons. I'll take us north. North? How come? We're looking for civilians, right? My guess is they'll already be heading for checkpoints in Midtown. We can scoop them up along the way. Good thinking. 
That only leaves one question. Do I start with the repeater, the frag rifle, or both? Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You made it. Only just. The van's gonna need a touch-up on the paintwork. Actually, it's more like a whole panel that's missing. Tell me you didn't run a Millicon checkpoint. No, he just took us on a secret route that wasn't so secret. There were drones all over it like flies on a sludge hole. The drones only picked up our scent after we went through. Must have honed in on the van's heat signature. Either way, we won't be going that way again. Nah, not now. It's closed up, good and proper. As long as you're all okay, you... Emily, what's wrong? Did you find your friend? Yeah, I found him. He, um... He didn't make it. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. Come here. What happened? I thought the doctor said he could help him. Things got complicated with that situation, didn't they, Halliwell? Listen to me, all of you. We need to find a way out of Dockerton. Wait a second. This guy here? This is the doctor? My name is Halliwell and I- I've seen this guy. Where? At the morgue. He was doing something to Tala's body, my co-worker. She was lying there dead and- And then a few hours later, she appeared in the underground again. Yeah, surprise, surprise. This asshole knows something about all the weird shit that's going on. He's part of Carver's operation. I'm not part of his operation. And you have no right to hold me here. Sit down, Doc. It's time to talk. All right, I'll, I'll tell you what I know. But when I'm done, you have to agree to get me out of this place. You're in no position to bargain, buddy. Just start talking. What do you want to know? Tell us everything. From the beginning. We need to know it all. The beginning? Well, I... Let's start with Carver. What's he up to? Carver? Yes, let's begin there. Let's see. Uh, he showed up a few days ago at my home. I'm not sure exactly how he tracked me down, but he threatened me imprisoned me in my own mansion, and then he forced me to help him. To do what? He's hijacked my research program, my life's work, militarized it, turned it into an abomination. What is it you've been working on? <laughs> oh, nothing important. Just the greatest breakthrough in the history of medical science. I'm on the verge of curing death itself. <laughs> That's not exactly something that can be cured. I think the results of my work speak for themselves. Rust, it makes sense. 
Tala wasn't breathing when they pulled her out of the water. I saw it myself. And then, a few hours later, she came back. He did something to her in that morgue. There you have it. Eyewitness testimony. You're resurrecting people. What kind of crazy shit is this? You make it sound like some kind of magic. That's not it. This is science. A process where the body is repaired and restored to a functional state. I call it the return protocol. How the hell do you repair a dead body? We've had the technology for many years now to restore dead and dying cells in the body. Step into any rejuvenation clinic in the strata and you can see that firsthand. For the past 20 years, I've been trying to take the next step. I saw you doing something to Tala's body. Is that how you bring them back? You must have seen me administering the return protocol implant, the RPI. It's the key to my research. What the hell is it? The RPI is a small tech shard that is surgically inserted into the back of the subject's neck. Once activated, it attaches itself to the brainstem and unfurls several control probes deeper into the brain tissue itself. Isn't that kind of like defiling a corpse? I mean, did any of your subjects consent to this? I have agreements with several morgues in Dockerton. I pay them for access to the bodies, and in return they leave me to do my work in peace. That's not the same thing. See, let him finish. Go on, Doc. What else does this implant do? It has two primary functions. First, it secretes nanites into the host that begin the repair process, restoring the body's vital functions. Nanites? Microscopic machines, millions of them, deployed in each host, each with their own specific task. I have developed and perfected them in my own laboratory. During the process, the implant is responsible for regulation and coordination of the nanites. The central processing unit, I suppose you could say. I don't think this technology is as great as you seem to think. I've seen your ghosts myself. Ghosts? You mean the returned? Yeah. They were... empty. Like their minds were gone. That's actually a part of the design. Sounds like a shit design. Please understand that this is a work in progress. My research is not done yet. There are still many bugs and issues that still need to be resolved. Not having a mind is one hell of a bug. Like I told you, that part is intentional. Early in my research, I ran into problems with the subject's mental state after they'd returned to life. Firstly, there's a sense of shock in almost all cases. The subjects remembered the act of dying, and that created a schism in their view of reality. They found it difficult to reconcile their thoughts with their new existence. Not only that, but most subjects desired to return to their normal lives, which was disastrous. Imagine the reaction of loved ones when their dead relatives walked back in the front door. I had to put in a failsafe to make sure that didn't happen. I hate to break it to you, but that's still happening. Tala came back to work as if she was starting another shift. It's like she didn't realize that she was dead. Well, yes, that's yet another issue I'm grappling with. The nanites are tasked with preparing the subject by modifying the parts of the brain that are responsible for memory and compliance, the prefrontal cortex, for example. This process usually only takes three to four hours, but it can be longer in some cases, so there is a window where the subjects still remember their old lives. You purposely erase their memories? As I told you. It can be disastrous if those memories are left intact. It's a necessary evil. Hold on. 
Why did I see so many of them in the underground? In the early days, I was able to keep the subjects in my clinic safe and secure. Back when I was only working on a handful at a time, that is. But I needed more data. Much more data. So I began to ramp up my research in recent times. I needed hundreds, if not thousands, of datasets so that I could assimilate and perfect the implant. Obviously, there's not enough space in my clinic to house them all, and I can't place them anywhere the public might see them. Because it's illegal. I'm on the verge of the greatest medical achievement in history. Questions of legality are insignificant in the big scheme of things. So the ghosts are sent somewhere where no one will notice them? Is that it? Yes, the sewers, the underground, anywhere out of the public eye. The morgue attendants are paid to take the bodies directly there before they return to life, but they don't always do their job. If the ghosts are wandering around that in the sewers, how do you even get the data? That's the other function of the implant. It's a signaling device that relays the data being collected by the nanites. The implant also receives instructions from my command center. Instructions? Once the memory has been wiped and the compliance nanites have settled into place, the subjects are able to be controlled remotely. There's an autonomous AI system that's built into the command center at my mansion. It acts as a simple interface, allowing me to send instructions for the subjects to stay out of sight, avoid danger, or whatever else is required. You're turning those poor people into mindless drones! No, they're valuable participants in my research. Future generations will revere them. If you've been doing this for 20 years, there must be thousands of ghosts out there. Thousands of people who have had to endure this nightmare for years on end. I wish that were true, but well, so far I've only managed to revive a subject at most for a week or two. After that, the body begins to deteriorate again, and uh, there is a second death, this time permanent. <laughs> Another bug, huh? What about the Silver Eyes thing? What's that all about? It's an unintended side effect of the nanomachine hyperactivity in the sclera and parts of the iris, that's all. Sounds like this great research of yours has more problems than solutions. I can overcome them. All I need is a greater volume of data. Let me guess. You started building more of these implants in the last couple of weeks, right? As I said, I've come to a critical point in my work. I need more subjects. And you use a certain kind of holochip in that thing, don't you? That's why the demand has gone up. And the prices. Yeah, it makes sense. So let me get this straight, Doc. You've gone and defiled a whole bunch of dead people without any form of consent, wiped their memories, and consigned them to hell on earth down in the darkest pit in the strata. Does that sum up your little operation? That's a total misrepresentation of my work. And on top of all that, you've also built a system that's ripe for exploitation if it were to fall into the wrong hands. And that's exactly what happened. I told you, Carver has made a monster out of a noble endeavor. Actually, I think he's just turned it into a different kind of monster. As far as I'm concerned, you're as bad as he is. I say we take him out onto the street and string him up. Let him get up close and personal with his research subjects. See how he likes it. No way, Dr. Hallowell. You can save Curran, right? If we can get back to the clinic, you can return him. Or whatever you call it. There's a certain time frame that allows the treatment to be effective, and unfortunately, Curran has been dead too long. There's too much cellular deterioration. Oh, shit. God damn it. Maybe C is right. Maybe we should teach the good doctor a lesson. 
Did you guys forget we're surrounded by thousands of these ghosts right now? Dead people who are attacking anyone they see. We might want to look into that problem. That's what I've been trying to tell you. If we can get to Carver, we can put an end to this. But you said he's surrounded by his own personal army in Highgate City. In my mansion, yes. He's drawn subjects around him as a last line of defense. How do we stop him? We just have to get him away from the control center in the mansion. That would solve everything. That's not much of a plan. We can't even make it out of Dakotan. What if we took Hallowell to Melikon? Get him to tell his story. No, we can't do that. They'd put an end to my research. Who gives a shit about your research? People are getting slaughtered out there. So that's it. We take him to a checkpoint and let Millicon go after Carver. There's a problem with that plan. Which is? Jimena, you didn't see what was going on at those checkpoints. From the Dockerton side, you can't even get close. They're blowing the heads off anyone who gets within half a click. What? Why would they do that? They're under the impression this thing might be a virus, and they don't want any infected getting close enough to spread it. But there has to be some way of reaching them. I'm not sure there is. See, can you think of anything? I could look into it, but I don't know if I can help with this, pal. Halliwell, you must have some ideas. Well... Or maybe, since you can't help us, I'll just drive you over to the exclusion zone and drop you off. That way you'll at least give Millicon some target practice. No, I... there's... there's another way. I think I can stop Carver. Oh, is that so? There's, uh... You haven't told us everything yet about the ghosts, have you? No, I haven't. Well, what are you waiting for? Start talking. And Doc, for your sake, I hope this is worth hearing. Support this podcast and hear episodes a week early, ad-free at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. There you'll also find character concept art, behind-the-scenes discussions, and much more, including the complete subscription-only series The Strata, Luna. And don't forget, Patreon provides its own RSS feed link, which means you can keep listening on your favourite podcast app. I hope you have the chance to check it out. Season 8 Army of One Starring Jason Churoi Rhiannon Marshall Eliza Marteja Sam Slade Michelle Mosley David Cook Luke Wheeler Wyatt Henry Zachary Silva Areem Jew Ross Camsell Sean Siegler Jerry Harris Paul Moran Kimberly Cochran Jenna Rose Liz Morey Christoph Lander, Ian DePriest, Kieran Davey, Nicholas Yuen, Patrick Hurt, and Scott Wilkins. Created by Mark R. Healy, a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. 
drops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government-issued prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash Broken Road. <laughs>